We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hi, I'm Yui Xu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. It's that time of the week. It's brunch talk. <laughs> yes, it is. Where you get to listen <laughs> to us tackle your dating questions that you've all sent in. Thank you for sending those in. These are such great questions that apply to so many people. You're not alone. You are not alone. When we got this question sent to us, the one for today, I had major flashbacks to my dating life. I feel like we should just get into it because this one is such a good one. The question is, how much communication should you have in between dates? So our listener that wrote in said that she's dating someone incredible. They have amazing conversations. Mm. It's not just superficial. They've been out on about six dates and they see each other about once a week, every 10 days ish. So on a pretty consistent basis. The other day, though, my friends asked, how often are we texting and calling between dates? And it made me reflect that it wasn't happening too often. It was more about setting up the next date. How should our communication flow between dates? Well, it sounds like the friends are the problem here. (laughs) Making you question if things are going well. If your friends didn't question, would you say that you're okay with the way things are going, the cadence of communication? I've definitely had this happen where I feel like things are going fine and my friends plant a seed and I'm like, damn, we're not doing enough of that. Generally, I think the communication between dates, but it's up to you, right? It's what you are comfortable with. If you feel like you could use a little bit more communication. That's between you and the person you're seeing, not between you and your friends to decide. So have that conversation with your partner and stop second guessing yourself because if you're good with things, then things are good. Totally. There is no right or wrong. I mean, there's been times I can think back to between dates that you're texting all the time, yet it goes nowhere. Yeah. Or there's times that it's a little more of a slow burn, like you're discussing. Yeah. It ultimately comes down to your own needs. And maybe you're totally cool with the way things are going, or this has, you know, made you more aware that you want a little more connection. Mm. So I agree with you that like sometimes our friends can plant things, but usually, 
when they say something, it triggers something at us that we even listen to it in the first place. Yeah. So I think it's taking a step back and listening to yourself more of what do you want from this relationship? Six dates. Do you feel like you're looking to know where you stand a little more? Is this causing a reason that you're unsure? Mm. That's more important to know than, oh, how many times should I text or call between dates? That's going to get you to what you're actually looking for. Ultimately, therefore, you can have the right conversation with your partner. Because the last thing you want to do is say, like, I need you to call me every week. And then that does nothing for you at all. Right. Besides fill this quota. Someone could be texting you a hundred times a day, but never ask you out. Would you rather have that or have someone who shows up consistently? The gut check I would have would be, am I anxious every week waiting for a text or waiting mm-hmm. for that next date to be set up? Yeah. Or is it pretty predictable so that I feel fine? I can breathe. I don't feel that anxiety. I know we're going to see each other every week. It's okay. If you're feeling that anxiety every week of like, ooh, is it going to happen? Yay, it happened. Yeah. That would definitely call for a conversation because that is making you feel anxious and you're not feeling feeling safe in that relationship. So think about that. It's like the gut check of what is this communication or lack thereof making me feel? That's so important because there are no rules in dating. You know? no. There are no rules that you need to text X amount of times a week or see each other how many times. Like that's all arbitrary. But the one rule I would say is how are you feeling in all of this? Are your needs being met? Do you feel good about this? So I love that reframe of what am I supposed to do versus how am I actually feeling in this process? Yeah. And it takes so much self-awareness to get to that point. I used to suppress all those feelings thinking it's fine. I'm sure I'll get the text. I'm sure I'll get the ask out or the phone call. Yeah. But this is your life and you can take control of it and get ahead of that. So you're not saying it's fine. We hate saying that like it's fine. I got this. I'm cool. Yeah. But you're really not cool. You're really not cool. Right. Or the opposite is you're totally cool with everything, but then you start second guessing yourself because you feel like maybe I'm too cool with everything, right? Right. Stop reading into it. It's like, do that gut check, then you'll know. So I want to talk about like how you actually have this conversation with a partner or a budding relationship. Yeah. But before we do, let's take a quick break. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow. It will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the high love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC Plus 
CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at viahemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast exit interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. (laughs) Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, okay, so let's say we've established that we realize that we need more communication. That is something that is a need. This conversation with our friends has just made us aware of this need. How do we go about actually having that conversation with this new person that you've really only seen six times? Well, six times is enough to say, in the times that we've spent together, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's a true statement from what we've yeah. heard. Yes. Enough data for you to say, I really enjoy spending time with you and I would like to hear more 
more from you when we're not physically with each other. It brightens up my day, makes me happy. And I am going to start reaching out to you more over text Mm -hmm. if that's cool with you. I like that. And I didn't read this because we try to consolidate these a little, but the listener did say that their work schedules is why they only saw each other once a week. Mm. So that was part of the thing. So I think you could actually even use that of, I know like, you know, we both have these work schedules, but I do love just hearing your voice and talking to you, getting to know you more. Would you be down to do like a video call or a phone call or whatever on the days that it's hard for us to get together. Maybe there's a way that you can bridge that gap and figure out what it is that you want from this person and come up with ways that you can have that conversation. I like that. I like that because you're giving something very tactical and it's something very doable. Yeah. And sometimes when we have these conversations, we are generalizing the statement like, I would love to hear more from you. What does that mean? You have to be more specific than that. And when you're in a partnership, it works to say, can we Mm -hmm. work towards more communication? Not like this has to happen overnight. Yeah. But can we work towards more communication, starting with a phone call on the nights when you're not working. That is a great first step for negotiation, giving the other person something to respond back to and say, yeah, that absolutely works for me or no, but can we try something else? I also think texting too, and I don't know what this person's texting habits are and the way they text, but it can be really mundane when you're just like, how was your day? How are you doing? (laughs) But there's also ways to make texting like flirty and fun and, you know, One of the things, cheesy things I used to do with my partner when we were away from each other more, there are still times that we do it from different sides of the home, but, (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, like when I was Mm. on the East Coast last week, you know, there is definitely opportunity, but we would always send each other like a kissy emoji or some sort of sticker that was cheesy, but it was became an inside joke, depending on you and your vibe and your partner's vibe, it could be something a little more racy. It could be something more cheesy and sentimental, but something that just starts to build connection through another medium like texting instead of just trying to force a conversation like you would have in person. Right. Yes. And yeah, those, how are you doing? How was your day text? So painful. After the 400 texts of the same thing, it does get mundane, but there are so many other ways of connecting that are aren't what you think is communication. Like, for example, sharing Instagram posts. That is a point of connection. Yeah. And it's sharing some sort of content or like saying hello over Messenger. Kind of vary up your ways of how you stay in contact. But the main goal is to stay in contact and to let the other person know you're thinking about them. It doesn't need to be so formalized at all. Yeah. And it could be something that doesn't even require a conversation. It could just be like, oh, like this photo, this is somewhere I'm at. I thought you would enjoy this. Something that just brings someone into your life a little more. Yeah. And or even just like, I'm just thinking of you, like something that makes it feel a little less formal. Because I think the six dates too is at this make or break point a little that you're now starting to see like, can I envision a life? 
life with this person. And it sounds like maybe the real disconnect here is that you're still in this more formal date mode, Mm. that you're using texting really to just set up the dates that was also in the statement, again, condensed. But (laughs) I think that's a big part of it is how do you bring this person into your life? And then you can also start to see like, okay, when you bring up video calls, are they like, I don't want to do that. Right. Versus texting, they're like responding right away or the, you know, I think you can have a conversation, but you can also date like a scientist and see what sticks, like see what people resonate with. That's kind of a good way to approach it that doesn't have to feel so formal all the time, too. Here's a concept. Ask. (laughs) Yeah. Ask them how much communication they would like in between dates. We forget that when we get into relationships, we're creating this ecosystem together. And this ecosystem could look different from person to person. Yeah. So how about having it be very collaborative? Hey, I want to hear more from you. I want to stay in contact more. What's your ideal cadence of communication in between dates? What do you like to communicate with? What tools do you like to communicate with? And then we can start building on, oh, this works for us and specifically us. I think that is just so much more special to say, like, this is how we communicate and we created this system together. I like that. My only feeling is sometimes people don't know. They don't. Sometimes you just don't know. So it's hard to articulate. Like, I don't know if I would have ever been like, I need a kissy emoji every night. (laughs) But when I got it, I was like, oh, I like this, you know? So I think I'm not for not saying it. I do think you should have the conversation, hear the person out. But I also feel like you can test some stuff. When I say test it, it needs to be things that feel authentic to you. You shouldn't be like taking sexy nudes if that feels really like like inauthentic to you. Wow. Don't do that. Yeah. But whatever you (laughs) want to do, if you think the emoji is like, oh, that's like cringy to you. Don't do it. Right. You got to find what your thing is. But ultimately, in a relationship, you want to communicate the way that feels good to you. You want to be able to say the things you want to say. And if that person can't meet you, then that's a data point. Like that's a sign that doesn't necessarily mean it's over, but at least it's a sign that there's a little bit of a disconnect that you need to work through and see how ultimately important important it is for you. But if you never put yourself out, how do you even know what's a disconnect and what's not? They may end up loving it. And that's even better. It'll propel your relationship forward. Yes. Love that. Communication, communication, communication. I love that we're having an episode about <laughs> communicating communication. That's how meta this is. <laughs> I think though, you know, sometimes we also just assume someone doesn't want to because they haven't. And maybe that really authentically is you that you don't need this communication between dates. But I know for me personally, I've held back because I haven't been getting it from the person. Yeah. So I remember like with a past partner of mine, I always felt like that was a little bit of a disconnect, a struggle with communication. And I just repressed my own needs and communicated less than I would have in now my current partnership where I kind of went into it like, this is who I am. I'm going to just show them. So some of it is how do you stop trying to cater to that person? Because one, they might also be holding back because they don't know how you like to communicate. But therefore, even if they don't, you need to show them who you are. Yup. End of the day, it's about creating the communication that works for you, using this as an opportunity to understand each other and also use it as a way to bond with each other. 
These are the early moments in a relationship that are very formative for you. So take that as a great opportunity to build something together. And we're excited to hear what comes out of this. For those of you listening, I'm sure you've experienced this yourself. If you have something like a similar question, a follow-up question, send those our way. We'll answer that on a future episode of Brunch Talk. You can email us hello at datablepodcast.com or DM us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast or third way is leave us a rating and review and ask your brunch talk question that way give us five stars and say ladies I need your opinion on this and just give it to us right there if you leave us a review with a brunch talk question we'll bump you up to the front of the queue how about that yeah we got a big queue so this actually is this was helpful it's a great incentive we do have quite a queue all of a sudden Those few off months have created a cue. Fab. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes in our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.